If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. I'm happy today to be talking with our guest, Joanne Angelberry Cologne, and we're going to talk about the Chiron wounds and how that relates to hoarding. And I'm excited to learn more about this because I see lots of wounds in people who are dealing with various aspects of hoarding, excessive clutter. And just, I see a lot of trauma and things like that. So thanks so much for being here and tell us more about the Chiron wound. Well, to start off with, thank you for having me and really excited to share about this amazing topic, Chiron wounds, for those who may not be familiar with this term, which is not a planet, it's known as an asteroid in astrology. And um, what it means is the wounded healer, the wounded healer. And every one of us experiences some moon to one extent or another based on our childhood and also our past life traumas that we go through. One of the interesting things about the childhood wound, I'm sorry, the Chiron wound, is you would think it would be something that we can work on and heal 100%. But in theory, it's a wound that we never heal. It's actually something that is part of our journey, part of the experiences and the lessons that we get from the experiences to help us really peel layers of ourselves off, but we never fully completely heal it. And which when I read that, I was actually ecstatic to know like, oh, this is great that this is something I don't have to work on healing, but I can focus on what the wounds are connected to and how I can transform into a different version of myself from the wound itself. Now, as the Chiron wound being the wounded healer, every zodiac sign has a specific wound in itself, a very different wound. Like for example, someone who has a Chiron wound in Aries, and I choose that for two reasons. It's the first zodiac sign there is in astrology. And both Tammy and I happen to have a Chiron, Chiron wound in Aries. And that is basically the wound of self-acceptance, being able to accept ourselves as we are, being able to be seen exactly how we are, not to put a mask on ourselves, and pretend to be something we're not, or pretend to be something that we think people want us to be. And now, depending on the house that that wound is actually in. Now, again, I'm taking for granted that those who are watching are familiar with astrology. Now, if you're not familiar with astrology, in a nutshell, without going overboard with astrology, because I could spend probably an hour just discussing that part, when we think about the natal chart in itself, there's 12 houses that are associated with your natal chart. And we all have 12 houses on our natal chart. However, not all 12 houses are actually filled. We may have some houses on our natal chart that are empty. And that's okay. So when we come back to that Chiron wound, based on whatever house it's in, for example, Tammy's Chiron wound in Aries is in the fourth house, 
mine is in the 10th house. And for now, I'm just going to leave it like that before I go further into what that actually means, just to sort of open up the conversation to every zodiac sign has a specific um, Chiron wound, and every zodiac sign is a specific zodiac, uh, a specific house in itself. So empty houses aren't bad. <laughs> no, empty houses are not bad. And even though the house may, to our eye, seem empty, there's always energy within that house in itself. So it's not really necessarily empty. It just, um, in this lifetime, if there's a specific house that's empty, it just means that you, the individual doesn't have to do as much work in that house in itself. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when we think about the Chiron wound as being the wounded healer, there are specific zodiac signs and houses that are more associated and related to um, being attracted. I'm going to use this word. It may not be the most appropriate word. Being attracted to holding on to stuff, whether it shows up as clutter or even as hoarding. And there are specific zodiac signs that are more prone to that than other zodiac signs. Now, I do believe, and this is just based on my own personal opinion and even a little bit of intuition, I do believe we all are prone to holding on to clutter to some degree as opposed to not. But based on the research that I was looking at prior to coming on and sharing this with Tammy, and writing, I, and writing articles about this, not specifically relating to hoarding, but like the self-care portion of it, how does one improve their, their health, their wellness, their mindset, and their just overall body physical component of themselves based on their Chiron wound in whatever the house is and how it is connected to how much clutter am I going to hold on to? based on whatever they've experienced from childhood or past life experiences, how much clutter will they hold on to? So to dive in, unless, of course, Tammy has a question before I dive in. Well, I'm just thinking about how I think we're prone to keeping stuff, something, whether it's a collection or a, a book or a outfit or, you know, awards or whatever. Like, we tend to want to have some things that re remind us um i would like to think more of a positive things but um i think it's important to to know and maybe normalize a little bit that most of us have something it could be something benign like laundry or mail or it could be a whole closet full of clothes we haven't looked at in 10 years or a car could be super crowded like there's ways that it manifests and some people are better at hiding it than others <laughs> but exactly. I, but I also think that looking at it from a holistic perspective the entire person the entire situation is something that is missed in most conversations that people have whether it's with their mental health provider or medical or like I see massage I see chiropractic like those conversations matter in those areas and i think we do a disservice to 
ourselves and others if we don't look at the whole picture. So um, I appreciate that perspective. So I'm happy learning, happy to learn more about this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. And and when we can connect that the, the whole concept behind the Kaiwan wound based on astrology on the person themselves and understanding, like for me, any person I'm connected with, I I know their natal chart. And these are certain things that I look at to see their behavior, so to speak. So this way here, I know how to behave when I'm around them. I know how to I know how to act and what to and not to say. Not that I'm necessarily walking on eggshells, but to to respect them as a person. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna focus on the houses right now in regards to what houses um, the Chiron wounds could be in for each person. And then I'm gonna go into the zodiac signs and their definitions. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, there are seven houses that I pulled out. And like I said, when we think about all zodiac signs, every person has the potential of holding on to clutter and possibly even hoarding without even realizing they're hoarding is I think just natural a natural state of being. But there are always reasons behind it. So for example, when we think about the first house, first house is about self and how self wants to be seen or not be seen. Then we think about the second house, which is about our physical and material possessions that we own or are afraid of losing. And that could be in relationships and that could be the actual items that we're afraid to, to let go of based on the fact of it was given to us and feeling deserving and worthy, which goes right in alignment to our conversation from earlier, feeling deserving to, deserving to having that item. So if they feel deserving to having it, they don't want to get rid of it. You know, so that's that second house energy. Then we have the fourth house energy, which is associated with family, associated with your home, associated with either the abandonment or not feeling validated, worthy, or, or cared for from a family member. So that itself could be a reason why somebody would have too much going on, too, too many things going on to either keep the family member at a distance because of either feeling abandoned by that person or just something from their childhood or past life trauma that they experienced where not even realizing the connection to like, why do I have all this stuff? It's a protection of, I never wanna feel abandoned again. So as long as I keep people away from me, I won't have that experience of somebody walking away. They never have a chance to come in to walk away. So that's right. that fourth house energy. Then you have the sixth house energy, which is all about how we organize, how we can organize our, organize our space. Are we good organizers or do we just sort of have everything just lying around all over the place? And then we have the seventh house, which is which is associated with, with bringing like balance into our space. And then eighth house, which is that transformer, the energy of someone that carries a lot of, I'm gonna use the word like debts, endings, like everything's coming to an end. And also that betrayal from past life. Someone who might've 
said or did something, but didn't live up to whatever they said or did. So there was betrayal, betrayal that takes place, that this person who has that eighth house energy may hold on to clutter just to avoid someone saying or, or doing something that goes against what they actually are actually doing. And then the 11th house, which is about being able to fit in, being able to fit in regarding their community and not, not feeling weird about things. So again, it's like, okay, well, since I don't fit in anywhere, I'm just going to make sure I keep things all over the place where there's no room for people to fit in. So now when we take these houses, we then associate them with the zodiac signs. So the first house, which, as I said earlier, is associated with Aries. Aries is about self. It's how we want to be seen or how we don't want to be seen. So we really do not want to be seen if we're, if we're, we're lacking confidence or something has happened to us you know, in our childhood where we were told children should be seen but not heard, then that would be a mirror effect of let's keep things around us so people don't see me. They'll just see the stuff, but not me. You know, then we have the second house, which is associated with Taurus. This is about the person that's afraid of losing something, whether it's an actual item or an actual person. So being afraid of it, they just, again, they push it away. It's like someone who's in a relationship that has the term would be used, um, fear of commitment. If they have a fear of commitment, there's a good probability that they have a Chiron wound in Taurus because it's more the fear of getting close. So if they're, if they're afraid of getting close, they're going to do everything in their power not to invite. Mm -hmm. And that could show up as, okay, I'm going to make sure I have things around me that doesn't give, doesn't allow the space to invite people in. It's like that expression where people may in their mind, like, oh, I would love to have a family gathering. I would love to bring people to my home. But oh, in order for me to do that, I have to clean the house. That's too much work. I don't want to clean the house. So they choose not to clean their house because it's just too much work. They don't value themselves enough to want to clean to bring their family in. So that disconnection with their relationships that they have. Mm -hmm. Then the fourth house, which is associated with um, cancer. I want to make sure I didn't skip any. Yeah. Cancer energy, which is about family. It's about home. It's about our bodies as well. It's about our careers. And it's that, that abandonment issue that somewhere along the line, that child was abandoned. Whether it was where that child might have felt like, let's say, the first day of school, kindergarten, mommy or daddy drops them off. In theory, teachers would prefer that the parents do not go into the classroom with their child because it's better, it's easier on the child than the teacher for the child to be left at the door and the child walks in to, to go about this on their own. But that could cause that child to feel abandoned by their parent at that very young age that then now they carry this energy. Understanding when we think of the Chiron moon in itself, these wounds, like everything else in our natal chart, is already created for us based on our, what I like to call our contracts that we have. Prior to birth, prior to conception, we sit and have a conversation to what it is we want to experience in this lifetime. Now, this might be going a little bit over some people's heads. It's like a little deep for some, 
But the theory is, is that every one of us has a contract, multiple contracts of what it is we're here to explore and discover. So choosing, let's say that Chiron moon in, in the fourth house in Cancer, or just Chiron moon in whatever zodiac sign in the fourth house could be very much about just this child wants that experience of moving through and healing from abandonment issues because the how to heal if we were to heal how to heal from that is to do the opposite so if we have abandonment issues as in a wound in cancer or any zodiac sign in the fourth house it's doing the opposite it's being open to the freedom of having people come in and out being okay with the fact that this friendship is here for whether it be a season, reason, or lifetime. And I'm okay with that. And I'm not going to be destroyed that if this relationship goes separate ways, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to be hurt by it. I'm going to experience this and then be open to what other new relationships show up. So then we have the Chiron wound in Virgo, which is that sixth house energy, managing organization, managing time. So for example, if and I'm and I'm sure you and I know at least one person that struggles with showing up on time. Now uh -huh. they're always late, so they could very well have a Chiron wound in Virgo, or their Chiron wound could be very well related to the sixth house, because they have a challenging time showing up on time. And when we think about the sixth house in 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 Chiron Virgo, it's also about our body system. It's having a hard time being in our own body. That disconnect that this person has regarding their own body and how that shows up in their space that they are in. You know, as you mentioned earlier about someone who may have a closet full of clothes from different occupations or even different sizes. Mm -hmm. That's that disconnect that, that that individual may have relating their body system and the possibility of like, okay, well, I don't want to throw that out because there's one day I might be able to fit into that again, or I might need that for a job I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So that Chiron in Virgo or Chiron in the sixth house could be related to that energy. And then the Chiron in Libra, the Chiron moon in Libra, it's about meaningless relationships. So when we feel that we do not have relationships that are meaningful, that can very well show up in like, okay, what what can I have a relationship with? I want to hold on to the example you know you used earlier was cups. I'm going to hold on to cups. I'm going to have this relationship. It's meaningless, but this is the relationship I have. I'm gonna I'm gonna value this bag of plastic bags. Right. That's going to be important to me because of that Chiron wound in Libra or the Chiron wound in the seventh house. Mm. And then the Chiron wound in Scorpio, you know, which is associated with the eighth house, but may not be in the eighth house for that person. And that is the wound that's just related to that emotional betrayal, someone who's been emotionally betrayed. So that energy that they hold on to that can very well be showing up in their body as well, knowing as that emotional weight that we carry. And if it's emotional weight that we're carrying, it's also another way to protect ourselves. So clutter, hoarding, 
how are we using that to protect us? How what are we looking what are we looking to keep a distance from us with this energy of emotional betrayal and being willing to feel safe around people and be feeling safe around yourself as well. And then as the um the eleven house energy, which is associated with Aquarius, which is the wound of connecting with others, connecting with others. So again, whatever it is, however it is, you know, clutter, hoarding issues, that could all just show up on, we're going to keep ourselves distant so we don't have to connect. The disconnection of connecting. You have a question? Well, it's interesting to me that that is so prevalent in in the disconnect that happens. And it's like a person with a hoarding issue may often connect with complete strangers. I see this a lot in some of my family relationships that I've observed and they're perfectly willing to have, to talk to a stranger, someone they met where they volunteered or where they on the bus and they'll tell their life story to that person and they'll be as kind and giving as they can be but they get home and they're dealing with someone that knows them well that lives with whatever and the dynamic changes completely and it's very difficult <laughs> to be the recipient of the difficult the anger the bitterness the the different person than who they are out in public and I think that's one of the real challenges in these situations is that disconnect in relationships. And there's so much benefit that can come from trusting relationships. And there's so much pain that happens when those relationships break down or don't exist. Exactly. And, and, and knowing and having this information about the Chiron wounds and whatever Zodiac sign or whatever the house is that it's in that that person may have can better can help us better understand what that person why that person may be holding on to clutter or even worse have a hoarding issue and getting to that place to support them in regards to their journey and to helping them to do the opposite so for example as we said someone who has a Taiwan wound in Aries, fourth house, which is your energy, mm -hmm. you know, someone who has that, that connection with, or that disconnection with family and feeling abandoned at some point or another, helping them to feel safer and to give them the space to know that you're safe here. You're safe and we love you. And Give them the permission, not that they need permission, but sometimes they do. Give them the permission to know that you can create your own family. You can go out there and find people that get you and understand you and that are going to, are going to help you feel safe and not, not make you feel like they're going to leave you on the corner somewhere. And that safety piece and learning like who is safe and who isn't and also that created family. I mean, it's something I experienced at a very young age 
um, in the military where I, there was a family that just kind of adopted us single sailors for the holidays and things like that. And, um, they became like your chosen family at that point when you're alone and overseas and don't know anyone and, and you're trying to maintain a certain way of living, which is not like some people are very much into drinking and doing all these things. And I was a church kid, right? Like I didn't do that stuff. And so there was a safety there and I learned to dance. Well, a thing back then in the nineties was to go country dancing. And so there was a group of us that did that a lot. And, but there was this chosen family piece. And even now years later, I'm still in touch with them, but I really believe that chosen family can make a difference for you. If, especially if you are estranged or it's toxic or just for your own sanity, you need to remove yourself that that chosen family can become a lifeline, you know, and you can do it for others too. You know, you're, I'm not always searching for that. Now I'm searching for how can I also give that to someone else because of how important um, that has become to me. Exactly. You know, and in regards to my Kaiwan wound, which is also an Aries in the 10th house. Now the 10th house was not one of the, houses I had listed, but as I said earlier, I believe all zodiac signs have abil- the abilities to hold on the clutter and could possibly be relating to hoarding as well. And for me, that 10th house is associated with my achievements, my accomplishments, my, my certificates, my awards. And it's something that, especially as of being an Aries, in regards to how I want to be seen now versus how I've been seen in the past. And that that space of working through my wound in regards that people who knew me back before 15 years ago saw me as the personal trainer. And now, especially like the last give and take five years or so, it's really coming into who I am now. And that's that Aries energy. Who am I? Not who people think I am, but who am I? Mm-hmm. And how do I want to show up? Now, at one point or another, in my, um, former, in my former store space, I had certificates on the wall. I mean, I can literally fill up an entire wall with certificates of different things I've accomplished, awards, et cetera, et cetera. And finally got to that point where like, okay, well, I don't need all these certificates up on the wall to confirm my knowledge, my wisdom, my credentials. I know what I have accomplished. I know the wisdom I have. And funny enough, sometimes the wisdom that shows up out of me surprises the hell out of me. It's like, where did I learn this? Like, where did this come from? Because it definitely wasn't from book study. It definitely wasn't the fact that I sat and listened to um, a podcast, it literally is a matter of me being conscious enough to know that I receive downloads of information that I just don't know how the hell I know what I know. I just know. So as that Chiron and Aries in my 10th house is all about me accepting me for who I am and I'm okay with it. And it's okay for me to shout out and say, okay, yes, I am the holistic personal trainer. And what does that actually mean? 
what the, what can it do for you? <clears throat> and not having to go into combat, so to speak, to defend myself of who I'm becoming. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where other people's opinion of me isn't any of my business, um, where <laughs> it's like, you know, you can think whatever you want, but I know this truth here or about me, or I know, I saw a recent video where a lady was talking about someone who didn't like the name of a candle and well, I'm just going to say it. It's a DD-214 candle, which is kind of a joke because when you separate from the military, you get a DD-214. And there's a certain amount of reinventing yourself when you're no longer active in the military. And someone got very upset that someone named this candle that. But the thing is, is that the gal who created that candle was actually a veteran. And it was not a dig or a negative thing at all. And she chose not to share her achievements with this particular upset individual. And um, it, it, I think it takes a lot of class sometimes to know what you know. And maybe you don't know exactly how you came about that knowledge, but you don't necessarily have to pour salt on the person like you just know what you know and exactly. you know I like the idea of having achievements awards or whatever and every once in a while if you're not feeling great about yourself or something I learned is to pull that positive energy from that experience into your now um, you know realize what you've accomplished and all the things you've done and pull that positive into now and so I think it's important to have those things so that you can remind yourself that at some point you, you did X, Y, Z, and then that's what you're bringing to your practice now. And I just, I know holistically that it's very necessary to address the whole picture and not just the one thing. So I want to make sure people know how to find you if they want to have, want to connect with you or so just whatever the best way is for people to reach out to you i i guess the best way is through my email which is healing within seven six at gmail.com and if you do want to um follow me and see the type of work that i do talk about and do do you can actually just check me out on my youtube channel which is holistic with a w fitness barry cologne which is my last name and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and you'll get to see most of the things that I do talk about in regards to holistic fitness, astrology, numerology, healing, you name it, everything under the healing realm is what I speak about, in, in addition to, of course, personal training, because I blend them together. And when we speak about the energies of knowledge and wisdom and certificates and awards and everything else and you know as you can see behind me you know as my screen my trophies mm -hmm. and there's such a funny story you know to to my trophies upon closing down my brick and border after 22 years in business and <clears throat> putting my trophies into a box <laughs> my father had asked me what did I plan to do with my trophies and I was like well I'm going to bring them home and he goes, well, if you're going to throw them away, I'll take them. 
And in my mind, I'm like, well, what on earth are you going to do with them? <laughs> and then the second question in my mind was, well, why would I throw them away? Mm. You know, I'm like, why would I throw my trophies away? And for, uh, I would say maybe the first month and a half, the trophies literally sat in a box in my kitchen right beside me mm. until I until I can figure out what where I wanted to place them. Because mm -hmm. as you can tell, there's a lot. There's actually 28 trophies. You know, and it's like, okay, so where am I putting these trophies? <laughs> you know, so of course, you know, hubby decided that I can, he's going to create shelves for my trophies so I can look at them every single day and recognize all that I've achieved in all of my years of doing what I do. You know, so it really is that space of like, okay, why would my father need my trophies? And why would I throw my trophies out? You know, it's just one of those questions, but bringing it all together, when we think about, again, any person that experiences clutter, holds on to clutter, and it, it goes even deeper than that in reference to hoarding, it now gives us this understanding and probably maybe even a question for ourselves to say, okay, well, like, I know for me, it's like, okay, so where is this person's Chiron wound in? What sign? What house? And does it give a, like give me an understanding to why this person is the way they are to better understand them and to also better understand me? Like, you know, I, I went right away to look at my chart to say, okay, so where's my what house? Because I, I knew the sign it was in. And is that house associated with the ability, the possibility of being someone that that holds on to clutter? You know, and as I said, we all we all have a small, <laughs> small uh, potential of holding on to clutter, you know, in one way or another. So then how do you how do you not have like you're, we live right and we have clothes and we have shoes and food and pets and people and like how do you not have some level of stuff to manage and exactly there's days when I go I look around and I'm like well I have no no one to blame but myself like my cat didn't do this I did yeah. it. And, and it and even even taking that step one further and eliminating the blame we don't it's mm -hmm. not about well I don't have anybody to blame for this except myself it just is what it is mm -hmm. you know and getting to the that place on okay well you know do I theoretically it will come back to my trophies do I theoretically need 28 trophies for right now yes I do and I'm not getting rid of them and that's just what it is they're in a spot and it's up to me to make sure they stay clean you know and, and not get dusty and not start to look like clutter you know, and I, and, you know, and I but, but see, that's the difference is you are going to maintain them. You have a purpose for them. They aren't in your way. Um, you know, they aren't impeding your life. And it does represent a lot of hard work, right? Like yes, you didn't, exactly. someone didn't just hand that to you. You had to no. do <laughs> a lot of steps to get them. So, I mean, I have less trophy like items yet when I moved about a year and a half ago I, I didn't get rid of them they might be living in a box right now but they will have a shelf space eventually you know so um I think that that is a big difference is being aware of maintaining what you have you know and yes. 
and you're worthy enough to display your accomplishments and you're worthy enough to clean them and maintain them. So um, I think that people really need to have something that reminds them of their accomplishments, whatever that might be. Yes, exactly. And if I may, if it's okay by you, I would like to um, offer anyone who is watching, uh, listening to uh, our show today, a chance to learn about your Kaiwan moon in whatever zodiac sign or house that it is in. And that offer is to allow you to redeem a complimentary 15-minute self-growth discovery session with me. And you can easily redeem that by emailing the email I gave you earlier, which is healingwithin76 at gmail.com. Because I do believe it's important enough for us to know what our Chiron wound is, what house, what sign, so we can better understand ourselves and, and really want to discover who we are on a soul level, not just who we are on a physical level. And I will definitely put that in the show notes so people can reach out to you and and do that. And I'll just say I, I've done... Uh, virtual workouts with you and I've done the Reiki healing and I actually woke up this morning thinking about the Reiki like where am I at today and you know and like okay really is a root thing and based on our conversations today and earlier like uh, yeah it was a root a root thing and a root chakra and there's great things to learn about that as well Um, so I highly recommend if you're looking at these type of things to reach out to Joanne and and have that conversation and see see how she can help you in a holistic way because it it is very beneficial to uh, I think explore our options when we're looking at healing. Yes, and as we as the collective energy and when I use the word collective, meaning every one of us worldwide, where Kaiwan is right now is in Aries. So every one of us have that energy of who am I right now? Who do I want to, how do I want to be seen? How do I want to be heard? So what I would also like to do, as long as Tammy's okay with me doing it, I'd like to shuffle my deck of cards and pull a card for all of us in regards to how to work on healing our wound that's associated with your personal wound energy and also the collective energy of the I am. Who are you and who are you here to become? Because who we are right now is not necessarily who we're going to be tomorrow in the days to come. As my expression always is, who I was yesterday is not who I am today, and who I am today is not who I'll be tomorrow. And working through this idea of this Chiron energy in Aries of the I am, and how I'm ready to start peeling away at whatever I can peel away to release any type of weight, whether it's the physical weight that I hold on to or the or the actual weight that's around me so I can clear it away and discover who I am. So do I have your permission to do a reading for everybody? Yes, go ahead. And Perfect. I think we we need that. We need, I had a conversation earlier this week and I said, you know, when someone passes away, it's about the living really they're 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 done they've gone on it's it's hard i've been through enough to know that it's not easy to lose someone you love but on the other hand it's about healing who's left and there are ways to 
to do that. And it doesn't have to be incredibly negative. You can pull positive from it. Yes. So I'm, lo <clears throat> I'm loving the card that we have for today. Okay. And for those of you who now this is podcast. So it's basically they hear this. They don't see this. They, yes. Okay. I may be sharing video, but we'll. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to speak about this so you can hear it, not just see it. The cards itself, every card has three elements, a color, an affirmation, and a word. I'm, I'm sorry. And a number. The number represents the energy of astrology and also the energy of numerology based on the energy of the day and the year. So the word we have is spiritual guidance. And spiritual guidance is extremely helpful when you are open to connecting on a different level, a higher vibration, and knowing that you have the ability to connect with a loved one, an ancestor, your higher power, and even your higher self for that matter, to gain the wisdom that you're looking to gain for all the answers, but all the, all the questions we want answers to. The color is associated with the heart. And whatever weighs heavy on our heart is this very energy of the Chiron wound in reference to who am I? Who am I and how do I want to be seen and heard? What message do you want to share with the world that's going to make a difference, not just for yourself, but for others as well? And the number three, four, in numerology, every number gets added up to a single digit, except for three, and those are master numbers. This is not a master number, so we're not going to go into master numbers. This is a seven. This falls into your relationships you have with one another, your contracts that you are here to fulfill, your soul's calling that you are here to fulfill. Your Chiron wound is part of what you're here to fulfill. It's your lessons, your experiences, the journey you are on. So seek the spiritual guidance that you need so you can become the different version of who you are. And I'm not going to use the term the better version of you because you're already the better version of you. You just have to know that you are the better version of you and just continue to seek increasing your vibration so you can become lighter and lighter and lighter and be more curious of that there's so much more than meets the eye. And when we can open that energy up to knowing there's so much more to meet the eye, we can explore all these amazing other modalities such as astrology and numerology and card readings, crystals, and I can go on and go on and go on. But that's your reading for the day, spiritual guidance, work on your heart chakra, clear up the energy that causes your heart to feel heavy, and connect with those contracts, balance and contracts, and meditation even for those who enjoy meditating. And you know, the meditation, and thank you for sharing that for all of us, and the meditation piece, um, I haven't done it a whole lot lately, but it is very much settling for me. It's very, very in touch with it, but also being outside and grounding that way is very valuable. But, um, you know, I think about the throat chakra and how that is about using our voice and, yes. um, a necklace that I bought that when I feel like I need to be reminded that I have a voice, I will wear that. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And it's so interesting you say the throat chakra, because when we think about, and it's not one of the houses I spoke about, but we think about the Chiron wound in Gemini. Now, Gemini is a zodiac sign known to be the great communicator. 
But if they have a Chiron wound in Gemini, that means they have a challenging time speaking up. Mm. Now, if their Chiron wound is in any zodiac sign and happens to be in a third house, it's again, they have a challenging time speaking up, expressing themselves, wanting to be heard. They have a lot to say, but they're afraid to say it because they feel if they say something, it's going to come out wrong. So they rather not say anything at all. And I think that's part of the the reason why boundaries are so hard for people sometimes yes. is because we don't we don't want to say no, we don't want to offend people, yet if we don't, then we feel like a doormat and we get ticked off. So exactly. I think figuring out whatever your wound is, where, where, however it is coming out for you, is that it is so valuable to figure out what your boundaries are and to speak up for that and it takes practice um i well i'm not going to plug them but there's an international organization where you can learn to speak um <laughs> uh, which helped me immensely um and so learning what to say how to say it but then also not being as worried about um what people think like sometimes you just have to say it and you do it in the most diplomatic way possible but that doesn't mean you don't say it and that's something I've had to learn myself like people may not agree with you guess what it's okay it's okay okay. I don't agree with everybody either you know exactly exactly I guess I would say you learn to pick your battles but one of the most important ones you can pick is to to become who you're meant to be you know and and every day we're becoming someone different than we were before so exactly exactly anyway i really appreciate you coming on and sharing this with us and um i'll be sure to put in the show notes how people can reach you so that they can get their free discovery call and and connect with you more yes thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share this information because I do believe it's extremely important and the more people that understand astrology and can really know how it works for us to help us then I'm doing my job of sharing it (laughs) thank you so much thank you if you or a loved one has a hoarding problem let's work together on a solution 